going to talk about is uh, something pretty simple. Is that a lot of people wonder and they ask the question, uh, how, what, what do I owe my parents and what do my parents owe me, etc., etc. All right. Uh, uh, is, is, is the sound better, the forward? All right. Sound is good. Alhamdulillah. So, listen, a lot of people, they have this, this false understanding that Birril Walidain means that you, the parent can boss around the kid for life. He could tell him, marry so-and-so, divorce so-and-so, fire so-and-so, quit your job, do this, do that, and the other. We got to understand that the Sharia by itself, you got to take it as it is and leave it alone. Don't add something and subtract something. And whenever culture comes in and messes around with Sharia, you, you got to remove that because it's going to be harmful. We have a belief in Aqidah that the Sharia is the greatest source of guidance. It is the only source of guidance when it speaks about a matter. Everything that you add or subtract or remove from it, it's going to be worse. All right? You're only making something worse. Let me give you an example. And this is actually just differed upon in Islamic jurisprudence. When a woman gets married, there's something called a sadaq, a mahr, we all know that, right? It's a dowry. The man has to give her a gift. They have to agree upon it, but it's a gift and it's a debt. He has to pay it to her. Okay, it's a gift. Why? Because marriage is based upon mukarama. It's not a purchase. It's a gift. Mukarama means generosity back and forth. So in order to increase this generosity back and forth uh, and to create an environment of goodness and a goodwill that Allah has prescribed that a man, he pays a dowry, uh, to his wife they agree upon a number and he pays it now some people they wanted to do something and they imagine that Allah as, as if Allah forgot about it or they have a better idea than Allah himself and they establish something called the Mu'akhar Mu'akhar means that it's a conditional they put conditions on the dowry that means you pay this amount of money if you divorce in the first year, or if you divorce at all, okay? It's called the mu'akhar, so that the man, you trap the man in the marriage, so that he doesn't just marry and divorce. So that, let's say, it's it's a, a dowry is $5,000 or $10,000, he pays the dowry. But the mu'akhar, the delayed dowry, is now like $50,000 if you divorce her within the first five years, and then like $30,000 if you divorce her ever. So if you ever divorce this woman, $30,000. Why did they do that? They want to protect, he wants to protect his daughter. He wants to protect his daughter in a way that Allah himself, he didn't ordain. All right, let's look at the logical, the actual, not the logical conclusion, the actual reality of the conclusion of what happens when this, when people do this, okay? What happens when people do this is as follows. The guy, he ends up wanting to divorce his wife, okay? But what happens? He's like, oh my gosh, I signed this agreement that I have to pay $50,000 if I divorce my wife. I don't want to pay $50,000, okay? So what does he have to do now? Right now, he's got to go in and he's got to do something called, he's got to get her, get her to, to, to let go of that $50,000 by harming her a type of harm that she can't prove so that she would request a khula. A khula is that 
she initiates the divorce and he gets to discuss terms. That's what a khula is. So he could say that, for example, uh, you, you forego this $50,000, right? Whatever they agree on, and I'll divorce you. She's basically buying herself out, okay? So, so the, when, when, you, when you have this mu'akhar, what you're actually saying is, listen, I don't think that Allah took this into account, so I'm going to add to it. You've added to the sharia in the Maliki Madhab. The way we've been taught it from Sheikh, the Al Sheikh family from, from uh, Al Ahsa in Saudi Arabia, they're Madikis for generations. They say this is haram and it's a bid'ah. Okay? What it resulted is is harm to the woman. She's getting harmed now. She shouldn't agree to it because the guy now he has no way out except through khula to get her to do this. So I'm telling you, many civilizations, many societies, they go about this thing and what they end up doing is trying to come up with ideas it's as if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't ha, you're, you're bringing laws that allah never brought in especially in financial matters so when it ha, when this happens and it happens in, in in family relationships all the time okay a father would say listen i want you i don't like uh what you're doing in this business cancel it a mother would say you know your wife is bothering me you know divorce her you got to understand, in the Quran, read the tafsir of it. It says that it has to do with a, a male when he reaches the age of 18 or the age that he can spend on himself. Now, why do we have a problem here? Because now if the man can spend on himself, he's managing his financial affairs. When he manages his financial affairs, he can now marry, he can now work, he could buy stuff. And now you have a, a, a incorrect concept of birril walidain, and you have the dads coming in or the moms coming in and saying, do this, do that. Now you have, I'm controlling the money. I'm doing all the work, but someone else is giving me orders. What to do? You end up with conflicts. And that's why we have to understand, ashudda, age of 18. I'm going to talk about this later on today again at 3.30 on Clubhouse, if you want to be part of that, in more detail and more phases of life. But especially this phase once a person learns how to earn a man then the relationship from the dad is going to be different relationship from the dad is that son he is it was bound upon him never to make his dad sad or 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 depressed or upset but at the same time the obedience is not the same anymore and the permissibility of giving orders is not the same anymore okay and maybe scholars of different madhabs can chime in, okay, on their accounts about this, but the relationships change, okay? Because now this person, he can, he can account for himself and he can move on. And so I'm telling you, the sharia really makes things simple. He's a man now, you're a man now, and of course you can't upset him. And if the father falls on difficulty, it becomes binding upon you to help him. Okay, that's that's we have we know that, but your money he is not allowed now that the uh, uh, father goes in and tells you what to do about your your marriage, or your mother is not allowed to tell you what to do about your wife. Okay, it's not allowed. Why? Because you now have two. You know, she could say it all you want, but you're not bound by it. Why? Because you cannot have two captains of the ship. If you're paying for everything, you're the captain of the ship. It's binding upon you not to upset them. 
And I'm telling you this because we always go both ways. We have to talk about kids because kids, youth are suffering a lot of problems too. And they're not exactly the greatest generation of youth that have existed. But at the same time, the parents, maybe the parents aren't the greatest parents either. And maybe cultures ruin it at all. So parents, some cultures, they promote a type of parenting, which is so domineering, even after the person is a full-fledged adult. And this is a big problem. He's a full-fledged adult. All right. This is a problem. And that's where you have so many, so many fitten in the households. And you have grown adults making family, divorce, marriage, and business decisions co with coercion. I have, will lie. I've seen it that a guy will marry a woman. He's completely coerced into it. A woman will reject a, a suitor. She's completely coerced into it. She, once a woman marries she be, and divorces, she becomes what's called the thayyib. That means she was previously married and now she's not married. The thayyib, there's two opinions on it. One, she doesn't. She can go marry herself now. She doesn't need a wali. The other opinion in the Maliki school, she needs a wali to protect her rights, but not to stop her from her decision. She has the sole right over her decision. You have to understand this. But she has to have a wali to guard her rights, like a lawyer. The lawyer doesn't tell you what to do. The lawyer tells you, okay, if you're going to do this, then, all right, I need to protect you like this. If you're going to do that, I need to protect you like that. Okay? That's how it works. So the lawyer, the wali, in this case, he protects her rights if she's a thayyib. That means she was previously married. Now she can marry herself. So she still has to have a wali, but the wali cannot stop her. He, he goes along with her decision. This is Maliki Fiqh. Okay? And I don't know, the other madhabs say that she didn't even have to have a wali. But what we end up having is, I'm telling you, a full-fledged adult. She's tayyib, and yet she's controlled. This is a problem. Because if you don't give people the breathing room, okay, they're gonna, there's going to be problems. You can't have a train that's going one speed and another train in front of it that's going slower or going a different agenda controlling it you're going to end up with problems and don't think that this is some kind of like because he anti-adult or something like not at all this is not an anti-adult uh thing and anyone who knows what i believe in is strong parenting but if you do it right if you have strong parenting you do it right that that means that when it's time for them to make a decision you have to trust them to make a decision so you have to give them very strong roots and foundations and you have to keep out the evil but that means that at certain points you have to give them wings and you have to let them fly. They got to be able to make decisions on their own. And what I'm seeing from, especially from the brown cultures, our cultures, sometimes the Arabs, uh, the subcontinent cultures, it's the parenting goes on 30, 40, 40 years old and he's being told what to do. And he doesn't want to do it. That's the thing. He doesn't believe in it. And he put his head down and put his tail between his legs, you know, like a beaten dog because his dad told him to do it or his mom told him to do it. Alhamdulillah, you know, that if your parents didn't do this with you, you should say Alhamdulillah. They gave you that independence, say Alhamdulillah, right? Because it's such a strain, it doesn't make sense. And if you say, oh, but his, he, he doesn't know how to deal with his affairs, then you didn't raise him properly, right? So... I'm just saying this is the element we have to talk about as for the issue of the like, kids and, and strong parenting. That's a whole nother subject.
we're not going to do two subjects at once so that we don't lose focus. I, cause I totally believe in strong parenting and that parents have to make sure that if you want to get the second half well and trust them, you got to do the first half. Well, you got to keep out the bad influences. And I, unfortunately I see weak parents who allow terrible influences to come in to their kid's life and they're afraid cause they want their kids to love them and be their friend and blah, blah, blah. Right. Then you got a uh, type of fool who doesn't know how to make decisions. Okay. And then, so you have to make decisions for them in their older age, but then it's too late. All right. So, uh, by the way, this is one of the last podcasts or live streams that we're doing like this very soon. Good news. Amazing news. Very soon. We're going to have our, we are moving into a new studio. Now, this is going to be a backup studio, but we're moving into a new studio. We're going to have an HD, nothing but facts live stream, and it's going to be regular, all right, at a set hour, at a set schedule, and you could all be following in. So um, uh, today, by the way, we're moving in on the last leg. It's December 23rd. We have seven days, all right? And listen, if you don't want to do a good deed, don't listen to what I'm about to say, okay? We need to hit on launchgood.com backslash Safina. What's the number? I, I haven't looked today. Sometimes I don't want to look. We need to hit 100K. You're going to help us hit 100K because there's 35 people on Insta. There's you know, 30 some other. That's like 60 people. You're going to help us on Insta. Five bucks. Like you don't have $5. All right, help to f- help feed the poor. All right, that's what we're doing here. Help us with five bucks to help feed the poor by going to launchgood.com backslash Safina and donating and helping us get to 100K before the new year. That's our goal so we can put in a gorgeous and beautiful soup kitchen. This soup kitchen is going to be so nice. You're going to want to come to New Jersey just to see it. Okay, and we got people that come to New Jersey all the time just to check out, you know, what does MBIC look like? MBIC is our whole our home message. You know, what's the studio look like? They don't realize they can't really always come to the studio. But you're going to love this soup kitchen so much. The way the, the kitchen renovation starts next week. Okay. And the studio renovation is starting up. So, but we need your help. This is not going to happen by itself. We already have the chefs lined up to feed these people. And it's going to be with Dawa. This is a Dawa center slash soup kitchen. So we need your pitch. Okay. And we need your help on this. If you want to take classes, guess what? I'm going to be teaching Maliki Fiqh next semester on myarcview.org. I'm picking up from where Harun Saleh left off. We're going to start with Kitab al-Zakah from Ibn Asher. So you can sign up for that at myarcview.org. It's going to be on the Arcview basic program. All right, let's go to your Q&A. Let's see uh, who's talking here. And we had some questions and answers, so let's move straight to the Q&A. Today's topic, it's not, it's, it's for you, for the youth to understand that there is, there are excesses in our culture and for the parents to understand. And a lot of the old school parents, they have a lot of good things about them, a lot much better than the new school parents, that the young parents that are weak, they're just weak parents, that's what they are, they're afraid and they're afraid that if I'm strict, my kid's going to get traumatized and he's going to become like, you know, a 
terrible human being because his dad was strict. You're protecting you, right? Don't you make him sleep, come home at night and you protect them. You have to protect them. Sometimes you have to protect people from their own selves. They don't know how to live yet and you know how to live. So sometimes you have to be. But some, but today what we're talking about is parents that take the parenting way past, and sometimes the youth, thinking this is the right Islam, they accept this, and they make financial decisions, they make marital decisions, they make other major decisions that they don't want to make, only because their parents told me, oh, don't marry this woman because, oh, my mom said no. But you're like a 40-year-old man. Not right. Okay, and that's where you have all sorts of frustration. Let's take a look. Can you put your questions? I don't know if you guys see the question box, but put it in the question box so I don't have to keep scrolling with my finger here uh, and I don't have my iPad with me. All right, and I don't have my, my, guess what? Guess what I'm getting as a gift, subhanAllah. After years of working with Safina Society uh, and we finally reach a point, I'm going to have, what do they call it? A mixer, a controller, a guy at the control boards, a producer. That's what they call it. I'm going to have a producer. He's going to be able to read the questions out for us, right? Uh, I'm going to have a producer instead of scrolling with my finger and trying to put the... Uh, the stream together. I'm going to have a producer. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't have to do all this, this technical work by myself. All right. I have trouble with my indigenous culture and Islam says Frankie gone. Is that, is that like Italian culture? Tell us about the culture and what the issue is. All right. I'm, I'm all for as least as we have to have culture, but the culture should be in things that are minimal, right? For example, that the way that you cook your food, you know, certain things, that's culture to me, things that are just almost like accidentals. But when it becomes something that is going into morals and things like that, it's best to have a minimal and trimmed down culture as much as possible. So, Frankie, you got to tell us um, what the details are. Othman, he says, what happens if the adult is 18 but still financially dependent on his parents? When he becomes independent and he starts to earn his own money, then certain decisions that are his, you cannot have two people at the helm of that decision. Such as, you know, what do we do inside of his marriage? Once a guy's marriage married, it is you can't go in and tell him what to do in his marriage. It doesn't work like this, right? In his job, you can't go tell him quit your job. He's, he doesn't have to obligate. He's not obligate, obligated to do that, right? So we have to understand that, where the obligation ends. It's very simple, okay? It's very simple. Mm. All right, what else we got? What we got is that you're going to go to launchgood.com backslash Safina, and you're going to help us out. It's extremely important. All right, El, uh, Ali Mashra. Uh, I probably didn't say that right. Why the caste system still exists in some Arab cultures? Caste system is usually the light-skinned son is at the top, the dark-skinned daughter is at the bottom. That's the truth, unfortunately. All right, can you please do a session or two on parenting? I always hesitate to do it because what is parenting? We need to see the result. And I haven't seen the result of my kids yet, how they're going to turn out. Let's see. I Maybe uh, I've done 
something right, something wrong, but let's see the results. So, but I, I, there are some basic principles we can talk about. Frankie says that he's Native American or American Indian. We have a lot of cultural activities such as powwows and wearing spiritual items. Uh, no, your question doesn't have to be related to this topic, but um, you got to be strong in life. You got to be strong with your family and you have to be independent minded. And people have to know that. And a person's got to be able to say, listen, I've made a decision. This decision, all right, means X, Y, and Z. Now, what's going to make that easier for you in your life is that to have some street credit, some credibility. What, what kind of credibility are we talking about? We're talking about, for example, uh, uh, do you help out? Are you valuable to your community? If you're valuable to your family, then your decisions also, you know, you have some leverage to, to, to make other decisions, right? Hey, I help, I help out in this family. I bring some, I cover some expenses in this family. I do a lot of things in this family, all right? So if you can get that, you have to get that leverage, but if you're just a complete dependent, then you should be expected to get told what to do. That's what's only fair, right? So uh, let's take this. Another question says, Samar Khalid from Facebook says, when is the ideal time for a young Muslim man to leave his parents' house? I would say that if the kid, if an adult, a Muslim adult, there's a lot of fitna these days. If he earns then he should get himself a spot in the house. He should contribute to the house, have a spot in the house, and he should. he's now an equal in the house. That means he's got his own space, but he also helps cover some of the expenses, if necessary. Sometimes the dad's really rich, doesn't make a difference. But I really, I would say that there is some fitna if he goes, lives all alone, and it's also a waste of money, right? So it's better, uh, I would say, in this day and age, when he gets married, right? Now, when is he technically allowed by Sharia? As soon as he starts earning, right? He can go live on his own. His dad doesn't have to pay for him. But in light of the fit and of the day and the age, then it could be better that he has a support system of Muslims around him, which is his family, and that he lives with them. But he lives now in a sense that he contributes now, okay? He's not freeloading off of them anymore because the dad doesn't have to do that anymore. And he has his own spot. Right? And he should be respected in that respect. All right. Well, low Adam. And there's there are probably many answers to that. Okay. Um, what else we got going on here? Any other comments? We're about to wrap up because this today was a very short stream. Testing some new equipment. All right. The audio should be really good. The picture we still haven't worked on. Right, but we will when we... Uh, uh, get all of our ducks in order as our, you're going to love our new studio and the uh, HD quality of our footage. And we're going to have a producer. It's going to be really something special and it's going to be very serious, regular, nothing but facts live stream. But for now we're still on the, what are they calling it? Bootstrapping it. Okay. So let's um, uh, look at one last question from Hasib John. He says, financial dependence strings along adolescence well into people in their 20s. Okay, how can we break this cycle for people who will be in school for a while? 
Well, I think if a person's in grad school, at least he's doing something useful. But if he's not even doing that, that's a problem. So um, you're either working or you're in grad school, right? And then uh, if you're in grad school, you do owe something. Uh, you do owe something to the people who are paying your bills. Simple as that, right? Uh, and so if your parents are paying your bills, yeah, you do owe them something, right? And so um, if that's the case, but at least you're doing something. And if a person is is not, uh, you know, uh, having any financial, is not studying, but just freeloading off of his parent, off of his dad, really, it's not a good thing. You got to do something. All right. So uh, you, we got to teach people how to work, I guess. It's not that difficult to, to, to work. And, and I'm telling you, financial dependence is a dhul for an adult male. It's terrible. It's humiliation for a male. Okay. If he cannot earn. So we got we to gotta learn this skill. Okay. All right. Let's stop here. Unfortunately, we got to stop here. Uh, and But we'll be on Clubhouse in half an hour. All right, folks. We will be on Clubhouse in half an hour. Jazakumullah khairan. Thank you all so much. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta rastaghfiruku wa tubu ilaik wal asr. Inna al-insana lafi khusr. Illa al-lazina amanu aminu al-salihat. Wa tawasub al-haq. وتواصوا بالصبر والسلام عليكم حين محل البلاء جئت إليك ذليلا أناجي من لي غيرك ربي يسمع مني شكواي من يستجيب الدعاء إلا الذي قد دعانا إليه من لي غيرك ربي معقود فيه رجايا لا تعاملني بذنبي يا جواد يا كريم إنني عبد ضعيف حظه لا يستقيم لا لا تحرمني ربي من لطفك العميم فسقامي يتعذاتني يا ربي الرحيم قل له كن فيكون قل له كن فيكون قل له كن فيكون قل له كن فيكون يا مجزلا بالعطاء لا حول لي كي أحال إليه من لي غيرك ربي يسمع مني شكواي يا من لقلبي شفاء من كل داء خلقت دواء من لي غيرك ربي يشفيني يا مولايا لا تعاملني بذنبي يا جواد يا كريم إنني عبد ضعيف حظه لا يستقيم لا لا تحرمني ربي من لطفك العبيد فسقامي يتعباتني يا ربي الرحيم قل له كن فيكون قل له كن فيكون Kun